Hey friends, welcome to episode 25 of the Gracefield CEO podcast. Today we're talking about how to build a successful brand while raising a toddler. My friend Alex Cook is weighing in on this. She is a brand and website designer and completely understands the ins and outs and ups and downs of raising a toddler while running a business. As a brand and website designer and a brand strategist, she has so much insight to share with us about how to continue to build your brand, even though life is crazy while raising littles at home. You guys are going to love this episode. Here's my conversation with Alex Cook. Welcome to the Gracefield CEO podcast. I'm your host, Jillian Dalberry, an online business manager for creatives who are scaling their business while focusing on what matters to them. I'm so excited to bring an honest and energizing take on being a CEO while you raise your family. In case no one has told you recently, it's possible to rock at both. Every episode will include actionable steps that will encourage and empower you to build a business that supports your family and that thrives through systems, strategy, and most importantly, heart. Join me on this journey to becoming a grace-filled CEO. I have Alex Cook with me today. She is a brand and website designer at Sun Riza Studio. Alex, how are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. I'm so glad you're here. We, For those of you who don't know Alex, she does some really impressive work and she has an Etsy shop and she also does custom work. So Alex, tell us a little bit about like what you do, who you do it for. Of course. So yeah, as you said, I'm the founder and lead designer of Sonar's Studio. Our studio is a branding and web design agency that helps business owners build a brand that aligns with their value so they they can start showing up with confidence and be proud of their brand and create a business that gets more high-end clients in the door. So I work with business owners to develop the strategy behind their brand, as well as the overall look and feel of their business so they can build a brand that they are truly proud of, start marketing their business with more confidence and really start attracting more dream clients. So I started off in the corporate world about like 13 years ago and got into various, you know, marketing agencies where I was doing email campaigns and large website builds, but I got to learn, you know, great design principles, but I didn't love what I was doing. I didn't really love the intricate web designs and all that stuff. Um, And after doing a few brand designs for a few friends for pretty much like no cost, I fell in love with branding and I fell in love with coming up with like the heart and soul of a business and the overall look and feel and how it can be translated throughout an entire brand and how it connects with people. And so um, about six years ago, I started some as a side hustle, and I slowly started to build up my clientele and getting more clients that I was able to quit my corporate job and go all in. And I absolutely love working with like small businesses to either start you know, with a, the new brand design and come up with a, a look for a business that they're just starting out, or work with branding designers or work with um, clients that have been in business for a little bit that are looking to rebrand and really like up level the look of their business so they can really represent their value. So that's a little bit about me and what I do. I love that. I love that you said build a brand that they can be proud of because Mm -hmm. so often I think people are like, 
there is some, there is value in starting messy, right? And just like being scrappy in a new season of business or starting your business. But then when you get to the point, you're like, oh, I just don't know if my logo or my presence is really representing who, what my brand is about and what my business is about and what I want people to feel when they work with me. And so I love the work that you do. I'm a former corporate designer. (laughs) So like I have even more appreciation with what you do because I love, like, even though like once a designer, always a designer in a way. And I feel like Mm -hmm. when I see people doing this really, really well, I just want to shout it at the rooftops because it makes me so happy because there's a lot of people out there who really, really need it. Yes, for sure. I can agree more. And today we're talking about like building a successful brand and brand presence while raising a toddler. So those are two very different things. We've got professional, we've got personal. So I'm excited to chat about this with you because how old is your daughter? She's two and a half, almost three. Okay. Yes. So I have a seven-year-old and I have a two. Oh, we, we had this conversation. So your daughter, when is your daughter's birthday? December 13th. She's a Friday the 13th baby. Oh my goodness. How precious. Yes. So my, <laughs> my daughter is two and a half, but she was born January 7th. So she is very close to Emerson's age. And um, I'm excited about like what this new season of three-year-oldness looks like, but also a little nervous because they're a little crazy. <laughs> yeah. People have scared me with the age of three. They're like, oh, three-nager. And I actually think I'm starting to see glimpses of it. Like she is so stubborn in everything that we do. Like I just asked her to do like simple things like wash your hands or put on your shoes. And it's like, nope, nope. I'm like, oh, okay. So I have to get like, and this is where like my creativity actually is helpful because I have to get like creative and like make it a game constantly, which is so exhausting, but you know, it's still fun. It's still a fun age, but also very hard and demanding, I will say. (laughs) Yes. So start with telling me, what does it look like to build a successful brand that is authentic to you in your season of life? Because I know that, I know that you and I understand this, like having toddlers, having kids in general, but having toddlers specifically it's a unique season of life. A lot is dependent upon them. (laughs) So tell me what that looks like for you. Yes, of course. I think this is such a great question. So I think a lot of it comes down to starting with your business vision. So what is the goal of your business and your brand? Uh, Who do you want to work with? Who do you not want to work with? So your definition of success is going to change based on your season of life. So my definition of success four years ago versus now is completely different. So four years ago, I wanted to work with as many clients as possible. I wanted to get my name out there. I wanted to be seen as an expert and start building a strong portfolio. And I said yes to pretty much like any project, big or small, that came my way. If someone was willing to pay me for design, I was like, yes, I'm here to help. Versus now, I'm super protective of my time. So I do not say yes to everyone. I stick to my packages that I have set. Um, They're a little bit um, higher end. So I work with less clients, but in a bigger capacity. I focus more on my passive income and my Etsy shop. I outsource a lot more of my work. So I have a junior designer and a VA that I hand over um, a lot of tasks to. And that really is like, you know, what I think of, you know, success is I'm able to pass off tasks that I don't necessarily want to do, but it gives me some of my time back so I can work on those bigger picture goals. 
Um, and so how does this tie in with branding? So a lot of people think of branding, they think like logos, colors, fonts, but it's so much more than that. Your branding is your business vision and where you see your business going. It is the brand positioning and how your ideal customer perceives your business. It is who your ideal customer is and how you communicate with them. How are you communicating your offers and the transformation that you're offering, your core values, you know, what is important to you as a business owner and the strategy for showing up authentically. So how do we align those two? Um, so based on your season of life, uh, how do you want to spend your day? So think about, you know, the offers that you are putting out there. You know, how do you want to spend um, your days working with these clients? Um, and then where, how are you focusing on um, your marketing efforts to, to those offers? Um, so four years ago, as I mentioned, I was trying to work with as many clients as possible and my brand messaging and positioning was a bit different than it is now because I had lower priced offers and I was willing to work with just about anyone. So now I've positioned my brand as more exclusive and high end because I've raised my pricing and I won't work with just about anyone. So I've worked with a copywriter to make sure that my messaging communicates that, that I build luxury brands, that it's a high end service and you're going to be getting, you know, you know, that kind of that white glove service when you work with me versus just a branding design. Um, it's really a lot of the strategy that I put in place behind that. Um, and I also push a lot more of my passive income because that's just, I, I love passive income. There's literally nothing better than creating a really great product, putting it out there, and then seeing the sales roll in as you market it. So love that. Um, so that's really been something I pushed in this season of life just because my time is so precious to me. I want to be able to spend uh, I usually take off Fridays just so I can be with my daughter. And so I have less time to work. So really it comes down to yeah, aligning your overall messaging and positioning of your brand with your unique stage of life. Yeah, I like that. I like that you touched on values. I like that you touched on like other ways of bringing in income that really suit this season of life too, because you're right. Like it's so nice to be able to build something and do the work that you love to do in a way that is not compromising the season of life or your current values because of your season of life. So like the fact that passive income is possible for you in this stage of business and you're able to provide that to people, you're still serving people, you're still making an impact on the branding and website design side of things. Um, what you are also able to do is you're able to create more time. You're able to delegate. You have a team of people who are helping you accomplish all of these things. And it's like setting up all of those things is going to help you show up as your best self in this season. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. Yes. hundred percent. So like what kind of accommodations or changes have you had to make in your business for your family? Oh my goodness. What changes haven't I made? First of all, <laughs> before I had Emerson, I thought like you figured out your childcare, you got a nanny or you figured out daycare, got your grandma involved. Like you figured out like, you know, the childcare and you were set to go. Yeah. I like, so for me, I have Monday through Thursday. Um, I have pretty much set up with some sort of childcare, whether it's grandma in home daycare or she goes to school. So I thought like you set that up, you're good to go. I'm going to have four days of work every single week. Well, I didn't realize that the kids get sick. They stay home from school because they're sick. Or the childcare provider has vacation or grandma goes on vacation. And so that just like threw me off. Like I didn't realize that. And there's so much you can't predict with these little humans. Like you don't know what the week is going to look like. You know, you could plan for having a four day work week and then you lose three days without even being able to plan for it. So I have learned that you have to be super organized as a business owner and you have to be able to build the business that's going to be able to uh, accommodate 
these random weeks that you're just going to have to take off to watch your kid. Um, which I'm so, first I want to say, I'm so grateful that I have this business that allows me to have that flexibility to take off if I need to. I can stay home with her if she's really sick and not have to be worrying about getting into the office. So I just want to say I'm super grateful for that. Um, so some of the things that I have done is really automate as much of my business as possible. So um, and get really organized with my system and processes. So I have all my email templates um, ready to go with pretty much every stage of uh, the process of working with me. Like from the moment you come in the door from uh, filling out a project inquiry, I have an email template ready to go all the way through working with me and getting questionnaires. Those are all set. Proposals are all set. So just having everything preset and ready to go. So I'm not spending my time scrambling to get these things out if I'm home with a toddler. Like because working with a toddler is just not easy. So just being able to either hand that off to my VA or just be able to do it really quickly myself because it's just a template has helped tremendously. Um, also focusing more on my digital design shop where we have the pre-made branding kits and Canva templates and website templates already preset and ready to go. I have marketing systems in place that are just getting people into my email and then I just have email set up and ready to go. And I, what I also do is content batch. Batching has also been really helpful for me, just getting everything done in one you know, big swoop, just one day, just focusing on it all. So just done and ready to go. My VA can just send it out. So that's been great. Yeah, outsourcing, you know, the handoff tasks to my VA and my junior designer has given up me, you know, space to work on the bigger picture tasks or take off if I need to and still have my business run in the background. And lastly, just saying no. So saying no to all these people that are reaching out to me, asking for help with the logo or help with this, you know, just like little tasks or little um, projects that don't align with my overall vision or don't align with the packages I offer. So just really learning to say no and not feeling bad about it. Yeah, I think all of those things are like boom, boom, boom. All, all the advice that I think all of that is so perfect. <laughs> it's it's funny what you're describing is like my week this week. <laughs> so, like my it's nobody. Well, my son and I have colds, and that's one thing. But everyone's home for fall break. So my husband is a teacher, and so he's home luckily, and that overlines with my son's fall break. So that's great. But there's just more people in the house. There's more distractions. There's more things to be done. And so it's like this week specifically, I have a pretty full week. But if my business, if I didn't have systems set into place or someone to hand things off to or some other element of support that I've already kind of planned for, then it would be so much more chaotic. And so I think that's what you're saying is like having these mm -hmm. things in place as much as possible. It doesn't have to be perfect. Like we do our very, very best. If, if we do our best in getting all those things together, it doesn't have to look perfect. It, it is going to help you regardless. So I think that that is great advice, like setting those things up for days and weeks like this where you do have less time to work. And it, it does make it so much less stressful, too, when something unexpected happens and it allows you to be the wife and the mom that you need to be um, and be present in your home when that's what's most important to you at the end of the day. Exactly. And that is so important to me. Like at the end of the day, I can just shut down my work and I just love just to be able to just be present with my daughter and not be checking my email and just know that, you know, I have people that can help me if I need, you know, to send out emails in a hurry. Like I have that 
set up so I can, like, if we, you know, are going to the zoo, I'm not on my phone checking email. I can just focus on having fun with my daughter. And that, yeah, that is so important to me. And I think that's really important it, when you are a business owner to get that time off away from your business or else you will might burn out very easily. Yes. So I feel like my business owner guilty pleasure is legit taking the weekends off. <laughs> like yeah. that shouldn't be the thing that is like, you know, a treat for us. But I think so often we, because we have the ability to work at any time and our work is really just a couple of steps away working from home, it can be really easily, you can like be easily pulled back in. And so truly being able to enjoy your time off, whether it be after 4 p.m. every day or on the weekends or on Fridays, like you talked about, like those, those are just really important. So setting, setting systems in place and you know like I think of a teacher too like if you are going to take a day off then you have to set up sub plans right so think about what it looks like for you to have a sick day or your child to have a sick day in your business and like what needs to be set up so that you know everything is getting taken care of another thing that I like to tell people is like we run businesses, not ambulances. <laughs> so everything <laughs> we do is not life or death. Like if somebody has to wait at 24 hours to get an email response from you, like that's okay. That's more than okay. They need to, they, that's what they need. That's what needs to be expected. Right. And even though people bring their urgent energy into um, your inbox or into Slack or with your team or whatever, like it doesn't mean that you have to be like you have to jump back into that mindset. And Alex, I wanted to mention this too, because we had talked about this at the mastermind that we attended together. Um, your husband is also a business owner, correct? Yes. He owns a landscaping and brick paving company. Yes. Okay. So I just feel like that adds a different level when both the parents in the home are business owners and entrepreneurship in general, it's like, it has this stigma as like working all the time. And if both parents are business owners, it's like you both have to be intentional about saying no. Like you had said earlier, say like no is a full sentence. You can say no to something. You have to learn what is important to say no to. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to mention that too, because I feel like your situation specifically is going to relate to someone else. Like if you're, if their husband is also a business owner and they are having, because of the nature of their business, they're having to work more, but you have a business as well. And it's like, there is a, a dance with that, right? There's like an understanding and a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess like a, um, communication. Communication is most important in that. So, but you being able to make the call and say like, I have done everything in my business to set myself up for success is a really powerful move. So like, what are some takeaway and action steps that people can take away from this episode to build their own successful brand in this crazy season of life? Of course. Yeah. Another really great question. So I think it really comes down to establishing, you know, your goals for your business. And again, going back to your definition of success. So how do you want to be spending your days and how, and when you think about that, you know, that is what you're going to go back to when you're coming up with your offers or your products, or even a free resource, you know, figure out the goal of that and how you're helping someone in the transformation 
And, you know, is this something you really want to offer? So I can't tell you the amount of offers that I've created that I got all the way to the end. I, you know, created a sales page. I created a graphics board. I created all the emails and everything that went with it. Spent hours and hours of time to finally, you know, sell the offer, do the offer and hated it. I hate it. So I created this brand audit a few, like, I think it was like last year. And I did the whole thing. I was super excited about it. I got in there, did one brand audit and actually hated it. I hated going in there and criticizing someone else's brand without actually just like fixing it myself. So I just want people to be really intentional with like the offers and products that you put out there to make sure that, you know, you know, think about if an offer is going to take you, you know, if you're setting up a, a big coaching program and it's going to take you a whole year and Zoom calls, um, you know, 90% of the time and you have a small kid and that's going to be hard to schedule, maybe rethink that. Maybe you rethink something that might be a little bit more virtual or that you can do on your own time. So I just want people to really think about, you know, how you're spending your time and the offers that you're putting out there and what you're going to be doing on a day-to-day uh, basis. You know, if that aligns with your definition of success and where you're at in your season of life. Um, also, I want people to learn just to stay in their lane when you're developing a brand. So what I mean by this is there's a lot of noise out on the internet. There's a lot of businesses out there, um, especially on social media, a lot of people doing different things, but I want you to put your blinders on when you're working on your brand because it can be really easy to get distracted and go off course. And I'm 100% guilty of this. As I'm scrolling through Instagram and I see another branding designer launch something cool, I sometimes, I, I've definitely done this before. Where I, I go way off track of my goals because I'm like, oh, I can do something like that in a different format in a different way, but it, it doesn't align with my um, goals or my definition of success. So it just, it doesn't make sense. So I just want people to learn that when you're developing a brand, it can be really beneficial just to kind of put your blinders on and just focus on your vision. Go Keep going back to your vision and your overall goals. Um, so you can just make sure that you are um, doing what you love on a daily basis that aligns with your overall business objectives. Um, and that'll also help you build an authentic brand for you and your goals. And it also helps you avoid imposter syndrome because we know everyone's got imposter syndrome at some time, but if you really stay true to who you are, um, uh, you know, really build an authentic brand that's unique to you and your season of life, you know, you can build um, a brand that's going to be, you know, something that works great for you. I love that. I, um, I feel like, so th- a lot of what you're saying overlaps with what I do in my membership program. And when we, and you're, you're talking about, you know, people in this season of life with toddlers and, and building a brand and stuff. And so it applies here too, but we talk about like, what are your non-negotiables? Like what is something that you cannot and will not live without? Like, what will you not allow your business to compromise? What are your values? What are your goals? What is the impact you want to make through your business? And all of those things inform like what we need to say yes to and what we need to say no to. So I love that you touched on that specifically. This conversation I feel like is going to help so many people because there's a lot of us that are in this season of life. We've like started working from home in one way or another, um, in different industries, even, um, to be able to be home with our families and homeschool our kids or, or just have the ability to pick up our kids from school. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's such a valuable thing that we get to do. And so we want to honor that, but we also want to grow 
really strong businesses alongside of that. And I, I am the believer that this is possible, that it's possible to do both. And you can do both really, really well in a way that honors who you are as a person, who you are as a brand and a business, and also your family. So thank you for sharing all that you did today and sharing some insight from a branding perspective too, because I think that that's also really powerful. Um, Tell everyone where they can find you after this episode is over and how they can get in touch with you. Of course. Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram. That's where I hang out the most. So you can find me at sonarisastudio.com or that is my, that would be my website. So at Sonarisa Studio is my Instagram handle and it's spelled S-O-N-R-I-S-A. And that is uh, the word smile in Spanish. So that if you wanted to learn a little bit of oh, that, know my that. business name. <laughs> yeah. yeah I so love that. that. I'm on Instagram and then yeah, website is sonarisastudio.com. And I also have um, an online shop. So it's thesunrisashop.com um, that you can go and find those digital projects. That's awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of this with us today. And I'm so happy to have you on the podcast finally. Um, and what? Let's, let's end with this. What is one thing you want? If, if everyone listens to this, like what's the biggest thing you want them to take away? Just to be super intentional with your time because time is like your most valuable asset as a business owner. So just be really strategic with how you want to spend it, how you want to spend your days in the business that you're building so that it can align with, you know, what your definition of success is. So you can make sure that, you know, you have the time you want to either, you know, whether that's, yeah, take your kid up from school or for me, I, I love being able to go on a mid afternoon run. So I want to make sure that I work that time into uh, my schedule so that I can do that because that's just like going to make me a better business owner when I get that time for myself and that time with my daughter. So I just wanted um, to say, just be really intentional with your time and build a brand um, that, you know, aligns with that and feels authentic to you. That's perfect. Thank you so much for sharing that. And thanks for being here, Alex. Thank you so much for having me. It was so fun. I tell you, there is nothing quite like getting to sit in the room with a fellow mom friend and just talk about all the things business and life. I'm so grateful to Alex for coming on the podcast, but also grateful for you because you are here listening. I would love to hear what your big takeaways are from this episode. So find me on Instagram at JillianDalberry.com and be sure to find Alex too. Come say hi and let's connect. All right, friends, that's it for this episode. I'm so grateful you're here and would love to connect with you. After you subscribe to the show, come hang out with me on Instagram at Jillian Dalberry. See you there.